This is Big Dreams, Small Pockets, a business and lifestyle podcast where we take you on our journey of making our dreams a reality. Ashel is a full-time entrepreneur with a specialization in digital marketing, and Veli works a nine-to-five job while managing her businesses on the side. If you want tips, tricks, and a good laugh, keep listening. Whether you're new or you've been listening from day one, we thank you for tuning in and ask you to share our podcast with your friends and business partners. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Hey guys, it's <laughs> and it's Ashwell here, and welcome to another episode of Big Dreams, Big Small Dreams. Pockets. Thanks for tuning in. How are you today, Ash? Uh, not really good, not really bad. Can't complain though. Okay, we, we like those, you know, because sometimes yeah. life can get really bad. So a, a day where it's not really bad is actually a pretty good day. Exactly. Right. So I hope everyone else is doing great out there. Today we come mm-hmm. to you um, with a kind of educational, but also reaching out for you guys and asking for help and advice on what you guys think today, um, think we more so Ash should do. Um, you want to take it away, Ash? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm in a state of gratitude right now because I applied for the um, one of the loans, the small business loans that the SBA was finally doing. And I thought I missed it and I actually didn't. So you can still apply for any of the SBA loans if you're looking for a grant or something right now. And they're giving them out. So do it. And it's really, really simple. It's not as hard as you think. Just have make sure you have all of your information from last year or the year before it's taxes. And they're going to ask you, like, what did you make before COVID? And you're going to get it. So the two loans I applied for was PPP, um, which is the Paycheck Protection Program, and the EDIL. I don't remember what that stands for, but if you look up EDIL loan, like SBA loan, it'll come up immediately. I was pre-approved for both of them, and I'm so excited about it because I potentially can get $7,000 back, give or take. Yeah, so I'm waiting on that to see how that's going to work. Now, keep up with me, guys. You know, right now it's April that we're recording this. In May or June, ask me if I got the money because (laughs) I really need the money. Yeah, but I was pre-approved for about $7,000, and that was based off of the income I made in 2020 and the difference of it from 2019. So they take the difference of what you used to make to what you made in COVID and they see how it affected you and they give that back to you. Mm. Okay, that sounds really good and really helpful for a lot of people. um, Really quickly, the EDIL, or is it, I think it's E-I-D-L? Oh, yikes. (laughs) It's Economic Injury Disaster Loans. So just wanted to throw it out there. That's what it means. Okay. Um, So you said that, when did you apply for it? Um, I applied for it, I want to say last month, and they already got back. And you, mm-hmm. they got back to you pretty fast, because I'm pretty yeah. sure a lot of people are um, applying for it. Yeah, so one of the loans, the PPP loan, I actually cheated. I used a website called Womply, Womply.com, W-O-M-P-L-Y.com, and we'll put a, put a link in the episode description. So the Womply.com is called a fast lane. It kind of just pushes your application through really, really quickly. I found it out from one of my friends in my group chat and one of the accountability group chats. um, And she was like, you got this, just do it. Because I was so scared to 
I don't know why I'm so scared to ask for money, guys. Like, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> the money is there for me to use. People out here, no business, no job, just getting this money. And I'm, I'm here struggling, not asking. So, like, I finally wrestled up some kind of courage to, to fill it out and stuff like that. And I was dragging my feet. The application took me, like, four minutes, guys. Wow. Four minutes. Yeah, because I have my numbers. Like, I know it's really not that big of a number. I have my numbers, you know? So I, I know what it was. I knew what it was. And I was the problem. Stop being the problem, guys. Just fill it out. It's not that hard. If you have anxiety, fill it out with a friend, you know? Just get it through. Because it's, it's so quick. And you can get money that you actually need. And some of those, those loans are forgivable. So you don't really necessarily have to pay them back if you're using it for the right thing. Wow. Yeah, those as well. Um, so in terms of the deadline, I just looked into it and the EIDL loan actually the deadline was March 31st. They extended it a bit, but it's passed. However, with the PPP loan, it's extended through May 31st. So you guys still have some time, about a month and a half or so. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, a month and a half to apply for that loan. So if that's something you're interested in, please get to it. And I I also recommend constantly checking in because the EID, whatever, what, what the EIDL loan, that actually, um, that was the second run. So it keeps coming back. So if you guys think, you know, after a deadline, like that's it and that's over, just keep checking because the money's out there for us. They're going to keep trying to help people out, especially small businesses because COVID didn't go nowhere. You know, we still struggling. Right. So. So in terms of the requirements, um, is it just that you need to have uh, an EIN, an employee identification uh, number? Not even, not even. So for the PPP loan, you use your social security number. You know, they ask you how big is the business? Is it just you? Is it four to five employees? Is it a little yeah. more than that? A little more than that? They, they ask you like, you know, it's not, it's not necessary that you need an EIN. For the EIDL, it, I think it was... Um, what's it called? Like you needed an actual business license for it. Oh, okay. All right. So it sounds like it opens up the gate for a lot more people because some people are still in the process of getting their LLC and all of that situated. Um, Some people have a business without having the legalities of the business. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. But you're still facing economic hardships due to COVID because like Ash said, COVID is still here and it's still affecting people drastically. So mm-hmm. I would encourage anyone after this episode to go look more into it, see if you qualify. And even if you don't, I would still apply because you never know. Depending yeah. on who's like reviewing your application, they might just check you off, you know? Exactly. It's all dependent on who's like actually doing the underwriting, who's checking it out and stuff like that. Just apply. You really never know. The worst they can tell you is you get $6 back. Yeah. You really, you know. Yeah. Okay. So what plans or what options do you have for this money? So that's like, that's where the issue lies. Cause like, I feel like I've always had been the type of person that have strategies, plans, and like basically step-by-steps for mad people, all my clients and stuff like that. But me personally, I don't know. I don't necessarily have a real direction of where, how I want to allocate the money. Like I could do so much things. Like I have, I have a whole list of things that I need to do with money, 
but still haven't done yet. So like, I guess I could just go down the list. I don't have any trademarks, which is terrible. Absolutely terrible, guys. None of my businesses are trademarked. So it's like, that's something I could use the money for. But then when you think about it, there's a whole list of other things I still need to do, like start my business credit or pay off my personal debt so I can have higher um, higher or better rates for business credit. Because since I'm still sole proprietor and not um, transferred over yet, what is it called? I'm supposed to be transferred over to an S-Corp right now. And it's taking forever because New York State, they're stopping all applications or delaying them. And I, I put my application in since like early last year, before COVID. Wow. So Yeah. So I'm just, I've just been waiting for it to transfer to an escort. So right now, everything is still fun, funneling up to me like a sole proprietor. Yeah. So, so the money could go to paying my bills, paying off my credit cards. I have two maxed out credit cards, even though I had a talk, let's talk credit episodes. <laughs> 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 but I have I have plans on paying them back. I'm not gonna um consolidate them because I realize it's a little easier if I do it um one by one and still keep the lines. So I'm just gonna um pay them both back and do the method that the um the gentleman taught us, like use one credit card to pay off the other credit card and stuff like that. Yeah. Um but the money would really help. Um yeah, but I need help. I need some ideas, <laughs> some advice. If I am going to invest some of the money a portion of the money 30 40 percent of it what do you guys recommend you know like I love stocks I love the idea of stocks and how they're really long term love crypto crypto is so hot right now but again you could I could put it in anything not sure what to do with the money that would best suit my needs and I also have a operations manager now so I have someone that's come thank you I have someone that is completely running all the operations of the essentials, which owns all of my other businesses. So I'm trying to figure out what's the best course of action to use the $7,000 wisely and not spend it on a vacation to Japan. I just, <laughs> I just don't want to be that guy. Well, that's <laughs> the bottom, the very, very bottom, practically off the list right now. I, I mean, yeah, it's off the list. But at the end of the day, you know, I can get COVID no, tomorrow. No. Like, <laughs> No, and if you do, you're definitely not going to Japan. Like, so no. (laughs) But um, I understand. For me, it's. I think it's very responsible, and I want to applaud you in acknowledging that one. You don't know where what you want to do with it, and I think in a time like this, where you know we're taught we're supposed to manage our money smart and put it here and put it there, it's like hold on. I don't know. Like, I really yeah. just don't know. Like, I I don't know. And I think it's really good to acknowledge that because instead of jumping on just the latest trend and putting all your money there without, you know, paying off certain bills or setting yourself up for the long run, you're making sure you're smart about this because this money is beneficial. So, yeah. you know, we spoke off camera and... Mm-hmm. Wanted to, you wanted to do a pros and cons list. And I think that's something we can definitely do. Um, I'm going to get the whiteboard up. So whoever is seeing this will see the whiteboard with me. Whoever's listening to this, you're just going to hear me put the options in. So, And if you're going through something similar to this, let's make a pros and cons for you too. Start writing yeah. it out. You know, put on the, put the options, make three brackets. One bracket could be the options. One bracket could be the pros and one bracket could be for cons. Yeah. 
Okay, so I feel like we're in an like arts and crafts class. Bear with it. me, guys. You know, she, <laughs> she's trying here. Okay, boom. We've got the three lines. options. Shit, me two straight lines. <laughs> <laughs> options, pros, yeah. Okay, so what's one of your options? Um, putting my putting about like forty to fifty percent of it into real estate investments, which are which are like short term real estate investments. So there's short sales. I, I, I can't get into the um the real like like logistics of it because I don't personally myself. I just know they're a short thing. Um, if you guys know anybody that has connections for real estate short sales, um. Okay, so this just doesn't want to move. <laughs> it's not moving. Yeah, it's, it's a little. It, that's so disrespectful. Oh, wait, I think I got it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but um, if you guys know anybody that's interest like in into short sales, then you guys know like you you putting in any percentage of your money, you're gonna get that back within like two to three to four months. The whatever percentage that that was promised to you. So if it's ten percent, you definitely get that back. If it's um. 50%, you're definitely going to get that back. So imagine I put 3,000 of it in and it's a short sale for about 15%. Mm. I'm definitely going to get that back within three to five months. Okay. So what's your pros for that? The pros to that is that I know I would get that money back. It would take three to five months, but that's not necessarily um, the highest profit margin I could think of. I feel like that's more of like a savings type thing, like a faster savings. Okay. So I guess, I guess that, that would be like a con. Like it's not as, as much money. Like I wouldn't be satisfied if I only got a couple hundred dollars back off of it, even though that's great. Okay. And you said the con was, it's like a savings. Yeah. Like it's you, you get, you, you get a it's a better savings like a, it's like a better savings so i'm not getting there's no profit there is profit but it's only like however set amount you get so let's say the thing is 15 percent. it's only ever going to be 15 percent. like it's not going to be raised any higher you you can't really double down unless you compound it and only put back your profit okay so it's it's a it's short term, um, but in yeah, the, that's that's a pro. Yeah. Okay. All right. And short term, are there any more pros and cons for that? Not necessarily. So if I did the real estate investment, it would be forty to fifty percent of the money, and then the rest I would use on bills, myself, my family, whatever. <laughs> okay. So what's the next option? A uh, next option would be I would probably use it to pay my um, my operations manager. So the way that works right now is that uh, we have an agreement to about four to five hundred dollars a month. You know that would that's a pretty penny for me right now, seeing as how I barely make two thousand a month. So it's like she would be making me double that amount. But that's a risk. So if I'm so if I'm using that that fund for her, I would have get her guaranteed money for about like 
six to ten months you know okay sorry which is a good gonna be like no girl you take your time this you're doing amazing so if i the pro would be if i use if i use the money to pay for her my operations manager i would be i'm gonna let you type <laughs> yeah no go ahead Oh, okay. If I use the, the money for the operation manager, I wouldn't have to worry about her paycheck for six to 10 months, depending on how much percent of the money I use. Okay. And a con to that would be, I wouldn't necessarily have money to pay the rest of my stuff, like my, my, my bills, do all the other fun stuff. You know, it would just be for her. So I guess the con would be I would still have to like do extra like part-time work on the side. I I guess the um the con would be that I would still have to do like little part-time work on the side just to ensure that the rest of my bills can get paid and I still take care of business operations funds. You know, like getting trade stuff. Any other pros and cons? Uh no, not really. Okay, so what's the next thing? Um, dang, I forgot about all the things I've been wanting to do. Um, investments, okay, such uh, cryptocurrency, uh, NFTs, stocks. Am I spelling this right? Investments. I know I went wrong somewhere. <laughs> Cryptos, EFTs, ETFs, or EFTs? Uh, and NFTs. Oh. And then you said stocks? Yeah. Okay. And what's the pros of those? So the pros of those is long time, long term. Like um, the way I've been investing in stocks right now, a good friend of mine, he's been um, teaching me about investing in stocks with high percentage in dividends. So those just give you money back. And I set up my stash account where it keeps reinvesting my dividends, my stash and my TD Ameritrade. Yeah. So it's really good in the long term. If you sit and hold on the stock like that, it's going to keep on paying you every month or every however many times they pay you every three months, every six months. It's just going to keep paying you. Okay. The, the con for those kind of things is that I'm not really seeing that invest that um, cash back for a while. Like, for me to put in the money, like let's say if I put in the whole thing to Bitcoin right now, and Bitcoin it fluctuates, but it's at like about fifty-eight thousand right now. That that would be amazing for me to put it in there, but I would have to watch and see how the market is and make sure that it's always going up. So it would take a few months for me to see a real change in the money. Like I wouldn't see profit, profit just yet. Okay. All right. Well, I guess it's good for long-term money. Not necessarily good if you're a person like me who's broke and <laughs> needs the money. And I think, you know, while doing this, I'm kind of getting an idea of where I would give an advice to do with this, but I'm going to let you keep going. So, so far we've got paying operations manager, real estate, investing. Um, what else? bills credit cards yeah i mentioned earlier so i would i would pay off my two credit cards my car loan 
and I think that's really about like the bulk of my 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 debt right now like my student loans are a thing but because of my income I'm I'm able to zero them out mm-hmm. it's a process through loan forgiveness and I consolidated them so they're really not that big of a like an issue with me mm-hmm. I would have put some money down on that but the student loans is positive debt for me so it's not necessarily a problem I wouldn't like take the whole seven thousand and put it there you know okay so what's the pros of paying off your credit cards and car loans my personal credit which skyrocketed that's the only thing on my credit right now that's holding it down it would actually bring me up to like mid 700s okay so that's amazing but then at the end of the day i still need money so I'm going to have to use the credits. Of granted, I'll be using them smarter now. I'll make sure that I hide my utilization. I'll make sure that everything is better than what I've been doing for the past couple of years. But I would still have, you know, no money for the things like I that I actually need, like, like things like savings, like paying up things like business expenses monthly, you know. At the end of the day, seven thousand dollars is great. It's more than I have right now, but it's not a lot of money when you think about it. Yeah. So if I'm cutting it in between two cards, in between my my vehicle, if I'm cutting it in between all the stuff, the the monthly expenses I have, it's like it's already gone, you know? Okay. Do you have any other options? Any other? Um, Not that I can remember right now. Maybe I'm missing some, but that's pretty much the main thing. Huh? ENG. Oh, ENG is essential nail growth. So that would be me um, throwing my money in the toilet. Okay, so it's not an option. No, it is an option though. <laughs> but it's an option that you already like crossed out. So what's the point oh, of putting it on the board? I didn't cross it out though. So I say that it's throwing my money in the toilet because it's very high risk. Like you, you investing in yourself and in your brand and your business, it's high risk. It's more risky than stocks. It's more risky than anything because that's, that's based off of your work ethic. If you don't work at it, it's not going to work, you know? So me investing in essential nail growth would be me manufacturing items. Like that's me putting the 7,000 into a business that's already negative. Okay. So it's not going to see the profit in it, but I will be growing the brand with it i will be potentially getting purchase orders potentially getting new clients new customers new subscription new subscribers like it's just it's something that's gonna affect me in the long run so like the, the pro would be yeah you're growing your business building your business but the con is it's extremely high risk because that's already a business that's bleeding money okay when you start a passion project like that and you're on your own personal manufacturing there's not a lot of profit within the first five years, six years, even 10 years. You don't get to see the profit unless you get into those big box stores like Walmart or Target or wherever, you know? That's okay. the goal. That's the end goal. But $7,000 is not going to get me in Target. Not that I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to ask you to do a little activity for me and for anyone listening. Um, I pretty much outlined her options with her pros and her cons. Um, I color coordinated it so she knows which one goes where. I should really take a screenshot of this. This is pretty good. 
Um, yeah, this is awesome. I'm gonna speak at it. <laughs> um, and now I'm gonna like ask you, Ash, just only looking at the pros, which pro do you think, or which two pros do you think is worthwhile? Take away your personal feelings about it. If someone was asking oh my God. advice, what would you tell them? Just select the pros, not the options. Oh my God. Um, that's hard because I can't be objective. This is my stuff. Okay, um, so I'll, I'll throw myself in there. Right now, the number one thing that's, you know, that's flashing to me is personal credit would skyrocket. And only reason I select that one is because with our past episode, we learned how you can really do a lot with your credit. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a credit in the mid 700s, I feel like you're opening up yourself to being able to get so much more, um, being able to do so much more. However, like you said, you still would have no money. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that like, you know, comes out to me because right now your problem is money in the moment not long term so a lot of these options are like well yeah you can you can build money in this amount of time in that amount of time but it's like what about right now my bills are yeah. not for six months they're not waiting so I think in terms of priority, I would personally advise not I'm not telling you what to do this is just my opinion I, I, I I would split up what what you have to do. See if you can pay off at least one credit card. Um, mm-hmm. So you don't have to do everything right now, but you can put yourself where you you are getting your credit to increase. So I would pay off a credit yeah. card. Um, I would save two months worth of paying your operations manager. So for at least two months, you have that money set aside. I wouldn't recommend saving all of the money we for her. So yeah. I would do like two max, three months, depending on how much money you have left over. So at least, you know, for these two months, that's not an issue because money comes and goes. And I believe that with, you know, a two month head start, you're able to then save the money you need to save to pay her. So- that right there is a thousand. Let's just knock off three to four thousand for credit cards. I really don't know. Um, let's just say it's both five thousand. Okay, so that's six thousand dollars right there. You got one more thousand dollars. What would well, I, what would you do with that? I would see if you can kind of put a little bit something into the real estate because you can you can get money back within yeah. a couple months and. Unfortunately, you will have to grind a little hard. You won't have money for right now, but at least you know certain things won't be a, a bother. With that paying off the one credit card, though, the, the, pro, the pro of that is like we learned last time, you can use Peter to pay Paul. So if you have yeah. one credit card paid off, you can kind of like use that to help pay off the next credit card and just keep going so you're raising your credit score. Yeah. So if you can get one done, it's cool. Then you use that to propel you ahead. So while you're raising your credit score, you have the money for the next two months to pay off your operation manager. And then you can look into putting into maybe the real estate or in or I wouldn't investments. I wouldn't necessarily do that this very second because you already have investments going. It's not like if you're like not you have nothing there. So mm-hmm. I and this is coming from a person who doesn't really do that much investing. So I, I invest weekly, yes, but it's not my 
main focus in terms of money. So I, I'm only speaking from that point of view. I know if other people, you know, who are more in delve with investments and stocks and cryptos, they're like, no, do that. That's cool. Y'all know something I don't. So that's fine. But I wouldn't necessarily throw the money there right now because that's like you said, a long-term payout right now. Mm -hmm. You're looking for in the moment, short-term goals. Um, if you guys have any options, uh, what you think Ash should do, this is really what this episode is for, asking you guys for help because you guys really do know a lot and everyone has you know, their own specialty. They have their own connections. So maybe you know someone who can help her, who connect her. So please don't yep. be afraid to- advisor. <laughs> A financial advisor or something. Yeah, so if you guys know someone- Please don't be afraid to message us, DM us, mm -hmm. have our numbers, text us, um, and just let us know what you think or if you can connect us to someone who might know what she should do. This is just my personal opinion. It's not. I don't think it's necessarily the right way or the wrong way. It's just one way to go about it. Yeah. Um, and now you have this beautiful layout so you can see kind of what goes where and how that would affect you i love it and it's color-coded like y'all don't even understand whoever's listening to this and can't see it valley did an amazing job spectacular i mean because i couldn't do lines so i was just like yeah <laughs> let's, let's come <laughs> no, which pro is which con and which con is which option it works <laughs> but yeah so what do you think about my little tidbit i think that's a really good idea like I was kind of leaning in the direction of splitting the money and not throwing all my eggs in one basket because who has the time for that you know like I don't have all of the resources in the world like I ask for the loans because I need the loans yeah. and thank god like you can always reapply for the loans the loans they give you about 30 years to pay them off guys with a low interest rate so you know it's it's, it's not going to take me 30 years to pay it off yeah at least I have that option too yeah. yeah, like you said, it's there for a reason. And mm -hmm. I think we tend to shy away from loans because they're always considered the big bad monster. But in a time no. of pandemic hardship, this is a blessing. A yeah. huge blessing. I am in a state of so much gratitude. Like I'm so happy to even get a chance to have this because I'm, I'm the type of person that I can't ask for money. Like there's a problem with me that I have this this weird thing where it's like, oh man, I shouldn't ask for money. This is money that I am entitled to as a business owner in America. So why not? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I saved it though, just in case you needed it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And I fully agree with you. I think the money's there, you know, finding the best way to use it. It's just, it's something to tailor to your personal needs. I also think that while this money is a great blessing, unfortunately, it's really not that much compared to what you need to do and what you need to pay for. So you're still going to have to do some side jobs. You're still going to have to do those things. Even with, you know, this big blessing, still going to have to do some, some stuff we don't want to do to get to where we want to be. But at least you can pay something off or you can use this to put you in a position because. Yeah, it can give me a little bit of a head start to where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And everyone can tell you what to do with the money. But at the end of the day, like it's your life to live, you know? Yeah. Really, you got to it, it boils down to you having to deal with the actions of your consequences, <coughs> consequences of your actions. So 
somebody can tell you, yeah, invest all of it. And then boom, you done lost half of it. Yeah. Or it can triple. So you just, you just never know, which is why we're really reaching out to our audience. You know, we recently passed the 2K threshold. So, you know. (laughs) Thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate it. Right. Who's listening to us. We know one of y'all know somebody or know something. So please, like we said, don't be afraid to reach out to us. So our non-sponsored sponsor of the day is Shivy Hair Care. More sound effects. I'll be very <laughs> the sound effects. But um, yeah, you know, Shivy Hair Care, that's me. I have released a new spring slash summer line of Rhea yeah, readjustable satin hair bonnets. So the promo video for that should be coming out today or tomorrow. And I cannot wait for you guys to see it. So if you are interested, follow me on Instagram at Shivy Hair Care, S-H-I-V-I Hair Care. Uh, my website is shivyhaircare.com. My Etsy is shivyhaircare.com. And I encourage you guys all to go and just check it out because like I said, I always believe in my products. Oh, and my containers finally came for my butters. So I'm making my butters on Thursday. After two two months, they kept everything on hold because they were out of stock. And instead of giving me my money back and sending half the products, they just, whatever. It's fine. It's here. I can now put that out. So we have more stuff coming out. And I actually have new products that I was waiting to release because I didn't have the containers to put them in, which I can do now. So a lot of great things are happening. And I'm really excited. Once again, it's Chevy Hair Care. I would love it if you guys check it out. It's not only for natural hair, it's for every hair care type. However, it's specifically designed to give that extra love to natural hair care. So while it's not exclusive to the natural hair community, it is definitely built to enhance natural hair. Yeah. Just imagine putting a big old bonnet on top of this. Like it's it's beautiful, guys. It's love. The pattern's so nice. I can't yeah. wait for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and before we leave, I just want to leave, you know, you guys with a little bit of advice. I don't know, not advice, but just a last goodbye statement. I don't know who needs to hear this, but, um, you know, my therapist, she recently told me that I am, long story short, I'm trying hard to be someone else. And it's not that I'm trying to be someone else that I physically see. It's just a version of me that I'm trying so hard to be and I need to accept myself as the way I am. So, and like I say that just because, you know, we want to be our ideal versions, which is nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with wanting to be your best self, but it is a problem when you're not accepting yourself for where you are and, you know, how far you've come because you're so focused on trying to be this person that you're not, you know, you're not. You know, I will never be my perfect self. I will continue to strive to be an improved version, but I also need to accept myself for who I am and where I am. So if anyone is out there is struggling with something like that, as I am, <laughs> realized that recently. Um, yeah, just remember that you are you, you are trying, you are growing, and you I don't want to say we'll never get to that ideal version unless you accept yourself now, but it'll be very hard for you to get to that ideal version unless you accept yourself now, because when you get there, you're still going to find a flaw 
that you feel like you need to improve on. And so you'll never fully be okay with who you are as a person and with the fact that we make mistakes okay with the the fact that we're not where we want to be okay with the fact that yeah I tend to isolate myself it's not something positive it's not something that I'm bragging about but it's something that it's a characteristic and it's okay to not have all perfect all positive characteristics so yeah yeah that's what I'm leaving you guys with I hope you like it you're welcome yeah I second that completely. If you constantly stretching yourself and trying to be something, you're kind of losing what you're what you are now. You know, be okay with where you are now. Cause if you keep striving and striving and striving, you might get there and not be happy. Yeah. So be okay with being happy with where you are right now. And it's okay. Wherever you are right now, it's okay. Yeah. I'm definitely a testament of not being happy with wherever I get because it's not the perfect version of myself so now I'm no longer enjoying anything because it's not good enough so yeah you know she's been working with me and I appreciate her for that because I'm a work in progress but yeah guys I generally hope you guys have a great day I hope you took something from this and once again we really encourage you to reach out and give advice you know we know it all we this the the purpose of this podcast is an exchange give what we know, but also are so open and so willing to receive any bit of advice because yeah, yeah we need help. So. Yeah, definitely. do your research too. Like, don't just take our word and run with it. Like it's Bible, like do your research too. Like a lot of those loans have stipulations on what you're supposed to do with the money, what you can do with the money, what they look for and for giving the loan. So make sure you do your research on those things. Yes. And on that note, you guys have a great day. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.